I said, hey, welcome to the man cave happy hour. I said, hey, welcome to the man cave happy hour. We're gonna drink a fine whiskey and smoke a really fine cigar. It is time for Happy Hour. It is the Man Cave Happy Hour. Whiskey, cigar, spirits, the stories that go along with it. I'm Jamie Flanagan. I am Matt Fox. Matt Fox, how do we find ourselves in these amazing (laughs) Man Cave If I was not given explicit instructions on how to find this place, I would not have found it in any way, shape, or form. It says private club. The The private private club. club. We We are literally... In a private club. Uh, there's like lots of people here hanging out. Yes. Um, and they're here for a very specific reason. We're here for a very specific reason. Correct. And we're tasting stuff tonight, Matt. Uh, I haven't tasted something in a few weeks. I'm kind of excited yeah. to uh, dive into something we have never tried before. I, well, there's a, there's a, I, I cheated though. I Uh-oh. had some of the, I had some, of, I had one of them already. Oh, okay. So you're, co- you're coming yeah. into it uh, with a little bit of knowledge. So, but there's so much, there's so much to try and there's so much to do. It's unbelievable. Ah, so, uh, Jamie, I know you're taking a, a drink of your uh, beverage. Yes. But uh, we have a very special individual with us tonight as well. Well, and that's it. We're uh, enough pussyfooting around. Yeah, let's get uh, into this. On the Man Cave with us today is uh, Nolan Smith, the owner, chief cook and bottle hey, washer. Thank you. Thank <laughs> How you. many hats do you At. wear, right? <laughs> Backbone bourbon. Yeah, yeah, there's a few, but uh, um, we're a small company, but... Uh, I wear a few hats. Yeah, so sure. it's uh, it's it's a backbone uh, bourbon company. Backbone bourbon company, and uh, so it and this is uh, is it you? Is it a group of you? Was uh, there's three of us? Okay. Um, the I have a, a partner, a founding. Uh, we both founded it together. Um, we started the company in 2014. Okay. Um, and then we have a third person uh, who's been with us for a year and a half, and. Um, that's a full-time salesperson. Ah. Um, so when they're out traveling, are they traveling right now through Michigan? Where are they uh, focusing a lot of their efforts Midwest. right now? They are Midwest. So um, this particular person lives in South Bend, and so Michigan is his new favorite market. Ah. Uh, he tries to get here as much as he can. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah. Uh, he gets on well with uh, our distributor. Um, is that Steve? Steve, yes. Yes, yeah. Steve's amazing. Steve yeah. is Steve is how we got connected. Yeah, he uh, seems like he knows everybody. And right? yeah, so he's, uh, he uh, knows us. I don't know. <laughs> got to be careful with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we, we really enjoyed meeting Steve, and, and he brought us to you yeah. and, and all these. But before we go bur- further with Backbone yeah. Bourbon, yeah. Nolan, tell me about your childhood. Tell me about my childhood. Oh, come on. <laughs> What's your story, Nolan? Well, uh <clears throat> I, I grew up in South Africa, Durban, South Africa. Okay. Um, came to the U.S., went to university in Indianapolis in the okay. late 90s, did an MBA there. And then uh, I was able to stay, um, met my wife, and then they couldn't get rid of me. Ah. Um, but uh, Your wife or Indiana? <laughs> no, I, th- I think Indiana likes me enough. All right, um, all right. Um, you know, my wife, I think, sometimes wants to get rid of me. But... Um, but you know, I have the story. I tell my wife. I, I came on the Fourth of July. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was 1996. Is the first day I set foot in this country. Yeah. I had a backpack, two pairs of shoes, and about 800 dollars in my pocket. Uh-huh. Now, according to my wife, yes, I have. The, I've lost the backpack. Um, I only had. I was barefoot when I arrived, and I had five dollars in my pocket. That's that's how the story has kind of gotten down to. Um, but uh, you know what? I I love being in this country. I love being a 
um, an American, mm-hmm. but I also love kind of being a foreigner. Yeah. And um, I think this is the greatest country in the world. Um, I think it's easy to, if you if you're from a place, it's easy to take it for granted. But I, I tell you, this is the best place in the world, mm-hmm. and and I really to be to have a, a business, to have a family, mm-hmm. um, is a real is a real pleasure for me. Do you get back to uh, the homeland every once in a while? Not, not a whole lot. No? Um, we we try to go last year, but um, no, we haven't we haven't gone back as much. Okay. Um, our kids are getting older, so we. A little bit easier to travel, but um, but not as much as we would like. That's fair. So, That's fair. It'll yeah. happen. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So we. So let's get that. Let, I love that story. I lo- I always love asking that question because people have stories that that they. It's a true we, story. It was a backpack, eight hundred bucks, uh, two pairs of shoes. I still got the backpack. Yeah. Um, I don't have as much cash anymore. Yeah. <laughs> See, we How many skipped. kids do you have? <laughs> yeah. We, we could have skipped right over that by mistake and uh, missed that. Oh. But, yeah, we appreciate you bringing in. Because now Backbone Bourbon isn't just Backbone Bourbon. It's uh, there's, there's, there's rye yes. and there's yes. uh, some clear spirits. And mm-hmm. yes. there's a, how many different expressions do you have? What, I, what we call is core products. We, we have around six. Okay. Um, there's two rise, three bourbons, and a gin. Um, you know, when we started the the company, um, you know, we <laughs> we did the gin as a backup in case we didn't have any whiskey that was ready to sell. So, and we both like gin, uh, my partner and I. So, we don't sell a lot of gin, but I couldn't imagine not having a gin. Right. Yeah. Right. 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 Yeah. So it it, it the I, I'm I'm digging it because a backbone, if if I'm not mistaken, your kind of philosophy is. You want it to be uncut. You want it to be. You want it to be straight and unfiltered. Mm-hmm. Does that hold true for those that major six or the five? Yeah, the three, the two rise and the three bourbons. Are they all yes. uncut and yes. unfiltered? Um, they uh, only one is really a truly uncut. Yeah. Um, the others are what I would call virtually uncut. Right. Um, so that's how we started. We felt like that would be the one key thing we could do. Um, we we actually started these. Um, we started Backbone Uncut in 2010 as a private label for another business we have, hmm. and you know we had this little sample from the distilleries, the distillery we still buy from, and we kept tasting it, and you know it was a barrel sample, it was a high proof, and we just couldn't believe how good the barrel the barrel sample tasted. Mm-hmm. But we we kind of knew, being in the alcohol business, that everyone kind of did a 90 proof, and we kind of played with a 90 proof, and yeah, it was, it was okay. But man, that the barrel sample was great. Yeah. You know? And we kept referring to this, should we cut it? Should we not cut it? And so, you know, eventually we, we got, um, this is one of my favorite stories, but we got, we got, we got an expert. I love how you put we, in quotations. We, we, got, a, we got an expert. This guy owned his own <laughs> bar. He owned his own bar and uh, a great bar, uh, cigar bar. And he, he thought of it more as, more as a bourbon bar mm-hmm. than a cigar bar. So uh, this this is a wonderful gentleman. Uh, we we brought him over to our to our business. We had probably about a hundred milliliters left of a two hundred milliliter sample, hmm. and um, maybe maybe not that much, maybe a little bit less. Um, it was my partner and I. Um, it was one of our senior um, sales guys at the time, and then the expert. Mm-hmm. It's a beautiful summer night. We're we're out the back um, on the ramp, and I poured this the entire contents of the sample back into a glass like mm-hmm. this and the idea was we were all going to try it uh-huh. and we were all going to you know 
chime in on, you know, kind of have a, a meeting about it. Well, this expert turned his back to us, he put it up to the stars, um, looked at the color, swirled it around, and down the whole damn thing. <laughs> <laughs> and he turned, he turned around and said, don't cut it. And you know what? We haven't cut it since. So that was 2010. Um, and it was kind of a crystallizing moment that this is how we want to, this is what we want our business to be about. Um, Right to the bones. Right to, <laughs> yeah. So, so the, the backbone name, there's a creek in southern Indiana called Backbone Creek. Okay. Um, and this, know, is, this, comes, this hails from Indiana? This, mm-hmm. is, this is an Indiana-produced um, bourbon. Mm-hmm. The distillery's in, um, in Indiana. It's MGP. Um, I'm sure the aficionados that are listening know, know. MGP mm-hmm. very well. Oh, yeah. And we, we have other distilleries, but for the most part, we, uh, that's, the, that's the distillery we, we buy from. Um, so Backbone, not strong name. Uh, we kind of felt like uh, it represented a good Midwestern characteristic. Mm-hmm. You know, people with integrity and character. Um, and, you know, um, we, we created a label that um, was pretty simple. Mm-hmm. Uh, we we kind of wanted a Wild West theme. You know, someone going into a bar and saying, give me a shot of whiskey. They didn't ask what kind of whiskey. They just said, give right. me a shot of whiskey. Right, right, right. And that whiskey wasn't some fancy, dancy, 90 proof. It was whatever came out of the barrel, <laughs> which they had in the back. So we crafted our labels um, that way. They do have so, a, a, a Wild West kind of yeah, meal, too. Yeah, right? um, and I, yeah, the rye. I love the rye yeah. bottle, the tall, the bone snapper, straight rye. And we're going to get to all of these. Yeah. Uh, I'm calling an Uber. Nolan, I think uh, he's like, well, I go, which ones are we going to try? And he like lined up like seven. And I'm like, oh, boy. Uh, wife? Uh, honey? Can you? All right. Um, so, Nolan, all right. So, like you said, there there's six, your, your six mainstays, uh, but you have some other ones that move in and out. We do. We have some special releases. Um, we have some, um, we have a, um, a, a, a super reserve bourbon called Old Bones, and uh, we we only release that when we can find um, one the the whiskey that meets the quality profile. That's uh, the ten year reserve. That's the fifteen. Not the fifteen. Oh, even better. Bones. Old, Old Bones. Bones. Yeah, you turned uh, it around on me. I couldn't read. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The ten year's got a black wax seal. Oh, fair. And, and the fifteen, we did a we did a red. Got red it. wax. So, um, all right, this is coming in at a hundred and seven proof. That was nice. what was the barrel. That was yeah. the barrel. So, so we typically like about a hundred and ten proof um, on some of the special release stuff. We right. feel like that's a um, a premium kind of proof. Because your 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 bourbon drinkers, the guys, they like it hotter and hotter. They mm-hmm. like it. You know, the guys that are really get into bourbon. Once they really get into it, yeah. They, they 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 want the they want the they want bring yeah. the heat yeah. you know yeah. they want to they want to feel it I want yeah. the warmth yeah have you, you guys like curry yeah. do you like Indian curry yeah. because if you do the the, <laughs> the, the the downward slide on Indian curry is you just want it hotter and hotter right. and then when you get it so hot you go back to the mild stuff you can't drink it anymore right. I mean eat it that's yeah, yeah. What, you know so but I do feel like um, that there is more flavor in in a high proof. Um, you know there are there is a, there is magic in that barrel. There's there's oils and there's you know from the wood obviously, but but there's a combo of of you know <laughs> a, a magical thing happening in that in that barrel. And when you put water in it, and there's nothing wrong with drinking ninety proof no. whiskey. Nothing wrong with it at, at all. Um, but you sort of lose a little bit of that that magic mm-hmm. that's in that barrel. And 
what we want to do is get people as close to what's in that barrel. Um, you know, if they wanted to try our stuff and, and afford our stuff, then we want to try and give them, you know, as much for their money as possible. Hmm. So, right. it's, so it's really that simple for us. So sometimes, uh, sometimes it's ten, sometimes it's fifteen for the old bones. Right. That's that is. Uh, we and we, I never thought I would find some fifteen-year-old uh, whiskey. Now that is actually from Kentucky. That's, okay, that's from okay. Frank, Frankfurt, Kentucky. All right. Um, we we are not allowed to know the actual distiller, mm. um, and that's how that world works a little bit. Um, when they when they source it for you, they keep a little quiet. They keep a little quiet. Okay, um, and that's okay. You know, fair um, enough. If you don't need to know where that's distilled, once you've tasted it. You know, once we tasted right, right. it, it was a very easy decision for so us. So now, to, now the, the this fifteen year is it's it's because you're got, coming out at barrel proof. How many barrels are you putting together? A few barrels, or you, yeah. Uh, so we had enough barrels to do three batches. Okay, uh, we got a little over two hundred six packs out okay. of mm. the first lot of barrels. So these are pretty exclusive, then. Very exclusive, yeah. Okay, that's um, you know I would I don't know. Uh, we're on the lookout, and I think there'll be more opportunities. But I, I think these three batches of 15, mm-hmm. all bunch 15s, will yeah. be collector's items. Um, I don't think they're going to be around very often. Wow. All right. So, so I'm trying to smell it. Yeah, yeah. off the nose. So what, uh, I'm, getting, what, I'm getting floral. When you did your pick, when you picked this, what were you looking for? Well, you know, we when you... When you uh, taste a lot of bourbon, you're looking for something that's well-made. You don't want to have any off, off-putting uh, aromas or tastes. You don't want anything industrial. Mm-hmm. Um, you want a nice integration of, of the whiskey and the wood. Um, honestly, I think this is a very soft bourbon. At a, uh, at a, it's at a buck ten, right? The proof is 107. 107, I'm 107, sorry. 107, right, okay. yeah. It's a very soft bourbon, and... And, and I think it's about right for 15 years old. You know, these things, don't, they don't last forever. Mm-hmm. Um, they've got a certain life point um, or, a, or a lifespan. And I think at this point in, in this bourbon's life, it's, you know, it's certainly, if, if it were a person, it would certainly be, you know, uh, later, in, you know later in one's life where they've slowed down a little bit, maybe a little bit more deliberate in their, uh, in their lifestyle. But huh. the one thing I love about this bourbon is the cherry. It's got a lot of lot of those red fruit notes. Um, okay. The some of our other bourbons have a lot of attack up front, um, but this is very gentle up front. Um, it's got a great mid palate, lovely finish, but on that finish, I get a ton of cherry. Okay, because um, I've been uh, sniffing, and what I'm sniffing is is caramel and sweet. Mm-hmm. I sniff caramel and sweet, but there is a, a nice color to this too. There's almost a red. It's got that amber, uh, very amber, yeah, red feel to it, amber. All right, enough talking. Yeah, let's let's dive in. Yeah. Mm, okay. You See, can, so you can feel the proof. Yeah, sure. you feel the proof. You feel it, it's it's like because it smells a lot sweeter and a lot lighter, but you feel the proof. So we're we're a bit susceptible. When, when it comes, if someone says, "Hey, cherry," Power suggestion, cherry, that, that, cherry, I'm going. Okay, there it is. I'm thinking cherry, blackberry. I'm trying to find that fruit. There's, you know? a, there's a fruit component to it, right? right. Um, you know, I'm going I, pomegranate. There you go. <laughs> you know, you don't get a lot of those, but they get fleshy apple. <laughs> <laughs> I so there, there is a red. You're right. It is a red fruit, yeah. uh, a cherry, pomegranate. Uh, yeah. 
Yeah, that and that warmth is just lingering for for a bit. Yeah. It's not on the up front. It's just it's sitting on the palate, yeah, the back just, of my throat. It it's, just it's, it's the finish is, out. is long. It touches sweet on the tongue on the yeah. way in, and then mid tongue and back, it really warms up. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna and then, savor then the next sip. The, it's wow, and it's <laughs> it just it's hanging out. Yeah, right. And that's the thing you don't you, oh, you that's never got, yeah that's got some serious yeah, legs you never want to sit back and go shoot whiskey if we never do that yeah. in any way shape or form you want something that you can sip on absolutely for a while absolutely. you know maybe have a cigar with it as well yeah but this is one of those bourbons in my in my mind that I would sit back and just enjoy yeah. while watching a television show yeah. or a movie or what have you absolutely and it I wouldn't go through it very fast because it lingers right for so long you don't have to keep going to back to it yeah and um, you know. Th- Bourbon is so cultural in this country. Um, this is, you know, they've, they've said this about tea, but bourbon is not necessarily a drink. Mm-hmm. Um, it's an experience. It's a pastime. Mm-hmm. Um, and when you're sitting around having a good bourbon, mm-hmm. it, life is ten, tends to be pretty good in that moment. Fair. You know, you, you'll, you'll seek out great spaces. You'll, you'll seek out friends. Um, so... You know, it's more than just the drink. It's mm-hmm. it's it, it's what you what goes around bourbon that makes it just such a you know a, a great experience. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes it's not as big, you know, it's not as intimate. Sometimes there's no one around, it's just you. Sometimes it's a crappy day. Sometimes it's a great day. But yeah. it still feels like it still feels like you're part of something. You know. Yeah. That's my feeling anyway. Yeah. You know, everyone's got a daily drinker, right. right? You know, a lot of folks, hey, that's what I have on the daily. Well, good for you. Why don't you enjoy something that you can that you can sit back and relax with, sure. you know, with, you know, you by yourself or with friends, you sure. know, and share. This is a very shareable bottle. This is something that you'd want to share with your buddies mm-hmm. and, and with your friends for that matter. Mm-hmm. Right? You mm-hmm. know, sit down and hey, I found something incredible. It's it's a it's 107 proof, but you know what? Enjoy it. Right. You know? Absolutely. Couldn't you know, agree more. Great gift. You know, a great gift idea always. You know, yes. bourbon's always a great gift idea. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. And, <laughs> right? And it can last. I mean, you know, this one can be brought out at certain times uh, of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and maybe just feel like this kind of flavor profile. I think mm-hmm. that happens a lot in the bourbon world, you know, where you've got – maybe you don't have as many – maybe you've got three or four where you just feel like yeah. it's that kind of day for that kind of drink. Um so again, I think this is a very soft bourbon. Um, I, I think it's, I think there's kind of a, a grand old lady to feel to it to me. I mean, I mean that in a very positive way. That that uh, if if I had to think of a person, it's someone who's, you know, got a lot of grace and has maybe been a little bit more spirited at some point mm-hmm. in their lives. But you, but but they've they've calmed down a little bit. But you can you can when you talk to them, you can still feel that kind of <laughs> that, that that zest for life, that's, that passion, that's that there. passion yeah. that, that's in there. Um, so well, back in my day, back I, in my day, exactly. <laughs> oh, love it. So, um, so that was the first bourbon. You said after we tried that, we should uh, dive into the, the rise, rise yeah. a little bit. I wanted to do the rise. The the, the old ones I want to do first because I think it's probably the most delicate we've got here tonight. I think it's more probably would require a little bit more thought on getting the full experience. I, I wanted to go to the the rise because. Well, I don't know if I had a really good reason, but I wanted to finish with the finish with the bourbons. Um, sure. But the rise, I've got two different kinds of rise. Right. Um, the the bone snapper is, um, I think, one of the. It, I love. It might be my favorite name of the whole the whole deal. Um, 
you know, on the back of Bone Snapper is what we we kind of made this up, but it's a surprise. I love you know? I love this little bottle. Yeah, I love it, the, it's uh, broad shouldered. Um, yeah. it's but but it's um, you know that that font of that rye. I tell you, when that came out in 2011, that that font has been uh, used by other companies, uh, okay. um, yeah. and that's fine. Yeah. I, I think that's fine, but. Yeah, yeah. But um, the distressed, it's got a little distressed feel to it. Exactly. And, uh, yeah. You're right, gonna, so, so is this one the one we're going to go first? Yes. Because there's the go, Bone Snapper and then the Bone Snapper X-Ray. X-Ray. And X-Ray is a reserve. Okay. Um, X- Bone Snapper original is, um, it's a lower price point. Um, it's still a high proof. It's 108 proof. Right, right. Um, and the typical age is around 30 months for that. We might do a little bit younger. We might do yeah. a little bit. This guy says 31. 31, okay. <laughs> and, and it's a really critical um, age of the barrels because often, once you get to about three years old, these barrels start to change and they become a different personality. And really, the two rise represent the, the two places that these barrels get to and go through. Um, so with... with Bone Snapper Original, um, it's certainly got a lot of, you know, vigor and spice and Ooh. zest. Um, that you can kind of feel like there's some tension going on with this. There's, there's different parts of the, of the flavors that are trying to come together and, and, and dominate. Um, there's a little bit of... Uh, like teenagers coming together, right? Exactly, right. exactly. They, they don't know exactly what they want to be yet, but, man, they've got a lot, of, they've got a lot to say, <laughs> whether it makes sense or not. Um, so, uh, kind of a herbaceousness to this. Um, there's a little bit of a, of a spearmint, um, or there can be at times. Um, I don't always get that, but uh, there's kind of a zinginess to it. And what you'll find with the other one, it, it's not quite as sweet as the X-ray. Hmm. Um, and, and I want to say that carefully because this has got nice sweetness, there's no question about it. But because of all that's going on, some of that sweetness is, is masked up a little bit. Whereas with the X-Ray, it's, it's just kind of out there in the open. It's a much richer, fuller whiskey. Huh. Yeah. Mash bill on this. 95 rye. Wow. Okay. 5% malted barley. Okay. Wow, okay. That is rye, rye, rye. That's that a, is that's a, a rye, rye, big rye. All right. Dive in. All right, so you, you had spice, said spice, yeah, spice, that, spice. The, the spice spice is there. Yep. You said spearmint, and then I'm, I'm waiting for that. I almost want to go out and get my double mint gum, right <laughs> at the same time. But you know, the there is a there is a mint to that. There 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 really is. But that that heat, it's not heat. It, it's warmth, and it's really not. It's not bite your face off. You know well, what I mean? There's a there's a little bit of pepper underneath that mint. Yeah, there's a, a little pepper underneath the mint for me. Mm-hmm. Pepper's a good one. Yeah. Um, we we do well with this in, in bars. Um, we, we find the uh, the proof helps helps it in cocktails. Mm-hmm. You know, you can really, you know, one thing I don't like is a, is a, just an overly sweet cocktail. Yeah. Um, you want that you want that structure of where the of the underlying alcohol under it. And this I think does well. The proof really helps that. Um, but this is our, uh, I was telling uh, one, uh, a gentleman earlier, this is our biggest seller throughout the country, um, which is ironic because we have bourbon in our name and our company name. <laughs> right, right. We sell, right. you and know. you sell a crap ton of rye. <laughs> yeah, so. <laughs> Maybe we should change it to Backbone Whiskey Company. <laughs> uh, oh, boy. 
but I want you to think about the sweetness because when we when we touch the X-ray, I think it's going to be. Well, um, is that is, is it is it tremendously different or is it just a tad bit different? It's it's in between. Um, it's not vastly different, um, but it's certainly not just a little bit different. Fair, for okay, sure. for sure. Yeah, there's um, there's more spice in in this. There's besides just the pepper and, and, and the spearmint. Um, there's another spice in there. I'm trying to put, I like, my, I like put my tongue on. I like pepper. Um, it's kind of like a you know I get like a kind of a pepper pounding on my on my you know the back of my tongue. Yeah. Um, this is a uh, limestone filtered. Is it not? The the, the the bone snapper is that limestone filtered at all or no no nope. um, the when you said that I immediately thought of the aquifers we have um, we have a ton of aquifers in Indiana and okay. MGP uses um, I think two or three aquifers so uh, that's important because that aquifer's got those mineral composites I don't know if that's the right word but um, you know. A lot of people think Kentucky's the center of the universe, but Indiana has everything that Kentucky has. Right, right. Um, we've got we've got the the corn, uh, we've got the aquifers, hmm. uh, we've even got you know the hardwoods. So back in the day when this was all getting going, um, you know we had we had the the raw ingredients. Um, I don't know if it was the same, you know, back then, but uh, you know I think I view Indiana as kind of the island. What island is to Scotch? Um, I see <laughs> sure. Indiana. Uh, I'd say Tennessee and Indiana is, is more the the island of you know Kentucky. Sure, is to bourbon. So, so what it so MGP does um, the distilling and the bar- the barreling. Mm-hmm. Um, are, are you guys involved in in that at all? Now that you know you're getting bigger, are you? Um, or are you just sampling barrels and, and finding we, things that fit your profile? We are sampling barrels. We are picking from what we okay. try. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. And then, because the, the, we found, talking to people, that the wood has so much to do with oh it my as, God. as well. Oh, Everything. Yeah. yeah. Everything. So the wood is a, a major player and a major component. Right. Um, you know, and picking that wood. So th- is this Indiana wood probably? Then? No. No. The, the, Where they these days, it's um, most of it comes from, from the Ozarks. Yeah. Mm. Um, you know what <laughs> What you guys should find is find someone in the, in the oak barrel business in mm-hmm. Austin. How they can continue to supply all the bourbon that's being barreled? Because I have no freaking idea how. how they it's amazing it. we can still breathe, right? I know yeah. all the trees. Yeah, but I think these forests are so big um, that they just after a hundred years they get to the end of the forest and they go back and you know <laughs> at the beginning of the forest is already you know the Ready trees are 80, 80, 90 years old. So, <laughs> but the wood is is everything. Yeah, um, we we have. Um, situations where we control the barrel more than than at certain times, okay. um, and if I had to do it all again, I would probably do everything in a particular kind of barrel, hmm. specifically a barrel that's uh, dried for longer, air dried for okay. longer. Um, there, there was uh, those kind of barrels are often used in the wine industry. So not necessarily a different char, but just something that's aged a little bit longer uh, as far as the wood goes? Right. Aged, aged. Because um, what happens is with bourbon, with corn being, corn is a very rough ingredient. It's a very overpowering, dominant 
ingredient and and so it doesn't need the most finesse when it comes to the oak barrel. So you can you can age something for a few months, mm-hmm. and you know really that that kind of flavor profile has become traditional in in uh, in the bourbon world. But in my opinion, um, having a really good barrel um, adds an intensity to the bourbon. Um, and and I can give you an example. Uh, we we have a very robust single barrel program, and in 2014 um, when we were starting. Um, backbone bourbon company we couldn't find any barrels um, we could we could spend millions of dollars if we wanted to on um, I'm just using millions as a way to emphasize <laughs> sure. how ridiculous it was that we That's couldn't fair. get any barrels yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We, you couldn't get any barrels so you could buy all the liquid you want in the world but you did, it didn't have a barrel it right. nothing there was no home for it there was right. no home for it yeah. and, and so what happened was there was a bad winter in uh, in you know thirteen to fourteen, mm. they couldn't get the wood out of the out of the forest. Mm. Um, at that point in time, the 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 demand was increasing, so all these big distilleries were ordering more barrels. So there was there was a demand issue. So for most of two thousand fourteen, we couldn't get any barrels. So I, I, I found I found a, a cooperage that would sell me a few here and a few there, uh. and these were <laughs> wow. um, these were barrels that they were making for the wine industry for a oh. high end. Uh, California winery. They were dried more than they were dried more three mm-hmm. years, um, and they were very expensive. I mean, these were three or four hundred dollars. Yeah, and you know, I, I I bought them because you know, was there anything we had? Come to find out, four, five, six years down the road, these were the most unbelievable barrels. Ah, uh-huh. um, and as I say, the, the the they added richness, they added intensity to the bourbon. So when you say the wood is important, yeah. I said it's just about the only thing that really well you have to have yeah. good distillation you can't yeah, yeah. have crap, right. crap distillation it's really a risk reward at that point because yeah. you took the risk on you know using a lot utilizing that cooperage right but the reward was something that you really really enjoyed and wanted to put out right and right. i think the the bourbon business is you know it, it, it doesn't happen quickly it happens over time so what happens is with the time you make mistakes you make mistakes anyway but but sometimes when you make mistakes or you take a longer you know, route to the to where you're trying to get to, it can really work out in the end because really what you need is time. Yeah. Um, and and over time, we have another uh, set of barrels where we bought um, early on in our in our history we bought bourbon and totes like in a plastic yeah. tote. Wow. <laughs> oh, good God. So and that was all that was available. We wanted aged stuff, so we bought it. It was very expensive, and and then we rebarreled it into another new. So it was two and a half years in one barrel, mm-hmm. dumped and put in a tote, and then we bought it and then rebarreled it. And you know what? Uh, those barrels today are drinking. They are some of the most popular single barrels we have. That, and what's unique about we call them a double barrel. But what's unique about these double barrels is that the second barrel is has had the longest amount of time. Mm-hmm. Often the single, the second barrel has less the time least amount, yeah, than the yeah, first time. Yeah. So. I send these barrels out for uh, you know to on our single barrel program, and I, uh, they they get snapped up you right. know, immediately. Wow. But yeah, yeah um, so so you can you do do I said do do uh, you do do <laughs> You're a barrel child. picks for stores. <laughs> yes, that's a that's a big part of our business. Yeah, um, we you know I, you know but we, it's kind of the profile. You kind of help guide that profile to be kind of backbone, and then from there it's whatever the barrel is. The barrel is right. Well, yes. Um, I think the uh, as far as the DNA goes, we we love we love the single barrels because I think I've only had one person not do not bottle it at barrel strength. 
Okay, and I think this particular barrel was in the 130s, so they, they might have cut it down to 120, but everything we sell in a single barrel is at barrel strength, so that fits our profile, our mm. DNA yeah. um, very well. But, you know what, our, our approach to single barrels is to provide variety, well, you know, and, and so when you're a new bourbon company or whiskey company, it's very difficult to have variety, but after, you know, six, seven, eight years... We've got a ton of variety, and the variety is not only the different kinds of whiskey, it's the ages of whiskey. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a, a significant finished finished barrel. Mm-hmm. Finish, we put it in a finishing cask, yeah. basically. Okay. We've got a lot of that stuff, and we've got traditional things like sherry and port and rum and cabernet, but we've also got some non-traditional things like amaro and mezcal and vermouth. And so variety is our... Uh, uh, it's definitely a, a big deal when it comes to our single barrel program, but it's all high proof. Right. One of the things that uh, we've always talked about is expansion, the expansion of your palate, mm-hmm. right? As a bourbon company, as you continue to grow, you're continuing to expand your palate yes. into other spirits at yes. the same time, yes. right? So, what would happen? What what's on the docket in the next couple of years for Backbone in that regard as you continue to expand? Um, I think we're going to stick to whiskey. Good. Um, I think, <laughs> yeah. uh, I think stick with what uh, stick, stick with what's stick, good. <laughs> but what what is going to happen uh, and is happening is I think we in our in our DNA we have uh, we 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 have the ability to, to blend together and it's a very um, it's a century old um, pastime. The Scots have mastered the, the ability to blend, um, but I, I see us putting whiskies together that become. You know, greater than the sum of their parts. Yeah. Um, we have one that we're going to taste in a little bit called uh, Decade Down, which is an anniversary release of Backbone Uncut. What's it called again? Decade Down. Decade Down. Is that the 10 year? Yeah. yeah, it's a 10 year Look at me with the like, Look at you in your mask. So yeah. Right. Um, <laughs> and that's a blend. Um, and, and again, it, it, it sort of goes back to this uh, having, having the barrel portfolio, having the variety. Um, that we've been able to, to you know, pull together, uh, you know, for the last six or seven years. So, um, so yeah, that's yeah. that that I see I see more of that happening at Backbone, um, where there's more special releases uh, okay. coming out. Right. Um, but that's not to forsake the core. So this is a Fair. special release, the, the the reserve, the no, X-ray. No, is, we we have that available pretty much always. Oh, okay. Oh. So bone yeah. saber X-ray. Yeah. Uh, it's X-ray, but it's just been aged mm. a bit longer. Four years. So that so that one. Um, the nose is very different from the the the, the one that we yeah. just tried to yeah. the Can X-ray. You, yeah. Tell me tell me what do you think the difference is because I was I was actually thinking about that the other day. Um, because it's aged a little bit longer, I would imagine on the X-ray. So, yeah. on the because on, on the one that we just did before, we, what was the 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 uh, the, the rye, right, the, right. the bone snapper rye? Yep. Um, yeah, I really didn't get much off of the nose, but with this one with the X-ray, I'm actually getting a little more pepper off of the nose itself, personally. So I, I know that there's going to be heat. There's always going to be heat, no matter what, and there's going to be the warmth, and that's. That's one of the things that really grabs my attention is the yeah. warmth itself. So, from, from the bone snapper ride to the bone rec, the bone snapper X ray, yeah. there's more of a nose on it, and I'm getting more of a pepper on it. Yeah, um, the you know when you taste a lot of bourbon, um, you have to think of a million ways to to, to describe how sweet something is. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah, I get a sweet uh, sensation. I get a little bit of that pepper you're talking about. Yeah, but I don't get the sweetness that 
that the uh, the bone snapper has on it. So I, I'm getting more of a you know when I put my nose actually in it, there, there's more there's more of a fruit to it at this point. I can't place my my palate on it just yet because I haven't tried it, but. I just, I just know it's going to be it's going to be a little bit more of you know I hate to say the word bite because that that word just you know, it, it it irks me right so um, so when you say bite I'm thinking alcohol okay um, maybe not uh, maybe not exactly what you mean but um, I'm trying to I'm trying to think through he's a, he's, I think it's like more of the the spicy pepper yeah the spicy pepper that that's, that's the bite, the bite that he's talking about that, that's the bite that I'm thinking about. So I, I smell when in the, on the nose I'm smelling uh, not a corn sweet but I'm smelling a sugar sweet mm-hmm. is what I'm getting on the on the nose and now I'm right, going, so now I'm going to taste it yes t- <laughs> I just tasted it and this is something that um, I could sip on uh, on the norm just because of that, that you get that feel right away right on your palate right on the right on the roof of your mouth you know it's there. In a in a very nice way, you're getting your you're getting your your, your rye. You know that it's rye, right. right on the. What is the mash bill? It's a lot on this more one? complex. Exactly the same. As exactly the same so one. It's just aged a little bit longer, yeah. right? Yeah. So, so it's a lot more complex. It is. Yeah. So I'm getting, um, Jamie. It's, a, it's something you said, um, but I'm getting a little bit of those kind of baking, uh, a little bit of baking spice. But I'm also getting kind of a yeast, like yeah. like when bread rises. I'm getting a little bit of that kind of in the middle of the palate. Um, it's it's not as sweet as I, uh, you know, as I remember. Um, but that might just be, I don't know, where we it's, are today. It's, <laughs> it's doing <laughs> well, something to the altitude. You've, uh, you've had a number of these already. We've been tasting it. This is the no, third taste no, we've no. had, right? <laughs> and my altitude is flying. Um, yeah, this is it's it's doing something on the roof of my mouth. Yeah, it, the, more so than the other rye, um, and more so than the. Just, I love how it lingered. It just all three of these—they've just lingered in such a nice way. Yeah. You know, as we as we're having our conversation, I'm just sitting. I'm, I'm more enjoying the yeah. the lingering effect yeah, yeah. than anything else. Because yeah. you can take, you can smell it up front, you can get the taste notes, but then it's that after effect Great. where you sit back and you're like, all right, so now I'm getting, I'm starting to get a little bit more of that that warmth. Yes, and, and you can feel that vanilla that's laying on the back of your palate and in the back of your throat, right? I will say this about the two ryes. Yeah. Um, they have been a lot more consistent than the, the two main bourbons we sell. And that sounds like a bad thing, but for me, it's actually not. So the two bourbons we're going to taste next, one's Backbone Prime. Okay. And the other one's Backbone Uncut. Um, Backbone Prime is, uh, sits at a price level similar to Bone Snapper. Um, should be about a $35 retail. Um, Prime is a blended bourbon, so we've got mostly straight uh, bourbon in there, but there's a little bit of rye and there's mm. a little bit of light whiskey, which oh. is a little treat we have for the very end of the, <laughs> of the show. You know what I'm getting? I'm getting uh, pine out of this bone snapper. That's what's on the roof of my mouth is pine. Pine. So on the x-ray, you're getting a little kind of a like a cedary pine, um, pine tree. Pine, yeah, pine up on the roof of my mouth afterwards. That's, that's, the, that's what I was getting there. Well, okay. I think that can be a little bit of a of a spearman too. Okay, so um, but, yeah, but the pine right. is is a good call for sure. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. yeah we just uh. make shit up. <laughs> we just well, hey, what, what else are you gonna do in the man cave? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I make a lot of shit up. So, <laughs> Matt, I'm gonna switch some bottles. You make some shit up for a second. All right, so I'm gonna make some yeah. shit up here real quick. So, yeah. 
No, uh, Nolan, help me talk underst- about the packaging. Yeah, help me help me understand how long it took you to get the packaging. You know, through our our, our wonderful government that we we are all a part it's of. It's really quick. Is it quick? Yeah, the, really? The feds do a great job. I mean, it's they were you know, they were backlogged for a while. They were. Yeah. They, they were. Um, and we, you know, we've certainly had some slower times, but. I mean, right now it's 30 days. I mean, I think it's less than 30 days. Really? Yeah. So, and, and, you know, you're constantly sending them content to, to review, are yep. you not? So, Well, not only us, but the wine companies and the beer companies. The beer companies <laughs> All of them? Are, the beer companies, are, I mean, you talk about, you know, a number of different items, beer companies. Right. And, and, you know, it's hard to pick a name for these damn things because the beer companies have got so many beers and they got to name all of them. Not, no disrespect, but... <laughs> You know, we have, you know, a handful of bourbons and whiskeys, but, man, the biscuit beer companies can have, you know. They, they take a dozen, up a lot? Yeah, yeah. They can have a dozen things. So, so uh, what, what was the last uh, item that you had actually sent to them for, you know, for the packaging or what have you? Yeah, it was Decade Down. Oh, my God. It was God. a Decade Down. Decade Down at 30, 30 days. I mean, really? piece of cake. Yeah. You wow. know, the other thing the government's done for us. Um, uh, please. You know, there was a really big piece of legislation that, that got made permanent last year, and um, it, it relates to federal excise tax. Um, hmm. So if you're a small distiller like we are, mm-hmm. um, up to a certain amount of gallons, mm. you pay a lower federal excise tax. We're okay. So, yeah, so this came in in 2018. It was a temporary law for two years. Uh, it was a bipartisan um, piece of temporary legislation. There was, I think, Ron Wyman from Oregon or Washington was the Democrat guy, and I forget who the... The Republican guy was, but this thing kind of rolled along. It came in for eighteen and nineteen, and then they extended for two thousand twenty. But at the end of two thousand twenty, part of the the last stimulus they did in that year, mm-hmm. they made this tax rate permanent. Huh. So, you know, for little guys like me, we have been helped by the government um, to be more competitive, and and you know, so and that help actually helped you. Absolutely, yeah. Oh, good the tax, deal. the tax is a third of our cost on average. Yeah, a third of the you know traditionally would would go to the government. Um, right, right, right. Now that cost is. Who's this FICA guy? Why is he keep taking my money? <laughs> <laughs> All right, what's next? That's on the so. capital F, actually. <laughs> which which bourbon's up next, Jim? So I, yeah, you tell me. We got the decade down in front of us, and the uncut, which is your your flagship, right? Right. The backbone uh, bourbon uncut. That's the. I, the I flagship. think we were talking about we were going to do the decade down next. I, I think that's what we had just talked about. But yeah. Nolan, on you, wh- which one would you uh, would Let's you do the uh, uncut? Okay, do the uncut. Let's do the uncut because so um, I cheated. I've 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 had the uncut. That's okay. So um, uh, when see? it comes to having good bourbon, I think we can cheat. So yeah, Steve, <laughs> your, your, your sales connection, Steve. He uh, he he had a a, a sample bottle. Yeah. Uh, it was almost empty yeah. <laughs> in his car, and he he left it with me. Nice. Um, he left it with me when we. Uh, when we uh, 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 met him, and he was like, "Oh, here we're going to do this. You got to try. You know, take this with you." And I'm like, "Oh, okay." Um, did you? Did I get you a pour of that? You did, did not. You kept it for oh, yourself, man. Right. Come on. We've been we've been doing so many. Tastings. I wanted to do this one first because I think it's traditional. Yeah. Um, we've got the decade down, which I think my word for decade down is elegant. Mm. Um, backbone and cut is traditional for me when I think of. Um, this bourbon, I think you're going to get 
it, it certainly has a style of its own. I think the you know other distilleries, you know, there's a there's a difference. Um, I get kind of a fatness to uh, to backbone uncut, this, which I think speaks to the richness of it. This is about a five year old um, bourbon. Hmm. This this one's coming in at uh, one thirteen nine. Yeah. Ooh. Okay. Uh, so almost one fourteen proof. So we're we're moving in the right direction with proof because we well, start we're jumping, at around. The we're jumping around. We're jumping yeah. around yeah. a little bit. Decade down is going to be a little bit less. But right. so is, I wanted to go next yeah. because there's some enhancements to the way we've blended decade down. It's a richer. Okay. Because um, you, you said it's a blend. It's a blend. Where where the uncut, that's the it's, uncut, it, it, unfiltered. It's 10 uh. barrels, and we've done this for all 23 batches, 10 barrels at a time, all 53-gallon. Nice. We dump them. We put the least possible amount of filtration on it. Yeah. We want little bits of black powder to be yeah, in the bottle. Of course. We love that. I want to yeah. chew on my. Uh, yeah, exactly. I want to chew on my bourbon. I'm just saying. You know? <laughs> <laughs> if you don't uh, touch your backbone uncut, you're going to find a little bit of a uh, little bit of black dust. Again, it's not a great, harmful. A great color. Yeah, uh, yeah. A nice. Yeah. It's got a nice. Yeah. Is there a hint of amber in there? Or is that just this red room that we're in? Nah, I think uh, I put it up to the uh, to the light. There's there's a hint of amber. There's in there. definitely yes. amber in that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. Definitely. Um, but for 113 proof, it's pretty. I mean, it's really. It's it's it's. I want I don't want to say soft, but because at the back there's a little bit of a bite, but it's pretty. All right, so I've had 113 Sneaky. and higher. Okay, yeah. personally, that is a very. You said light. It's it's lightweight to me. I mean, yeah. light in terms of uh, mouthfeel. There's a there's a lightness to it. Um, but but it's just really it, 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 the the proof doesn't you wouldn't think that's 130 no. you think that's probably 90 95 um, it's it's got some it's got some of that red fruit in it it's mm-hmm. not quite cherry but but there's some the, you know with, with the thing when when you say the fruit the black fruit the red fruit yeah. um, you know there's a little bit of astringency in that yeah. Right? yeah just a hint and but there's but overwhelmingly there's that sweetness from the fruit and i get a nice little balance of that where there's um, I'm getting a great sweetness. It's a little tart, but but at the same time, um, it's got just a touch of astringency, which I like in in, in bourbon. I think, um, and there's just like a it's just on the edge mm-hmm. of having an ethanol taste. Um, I haven't really gotten ethanol out of the other ones, and this is just on the edge. And I think that might be because of the high proof. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just at the ed- just at the edge of, of that taste. But that could you say you said a word a second ago. Astringency, uh, 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 yeah. Astringency, yeah. So um, it's 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 right at the it's right at the edge there. The astringency, I think, would be more of a um, on there the was, sides of your mouth. There was a different. There was a different word that yeah. you used. Uh, crap. I the word. Yeah. You you said it even earlier is it had more of a like a decadent feel. I think it, it's elegant. It was an elegant feel. I think you said that was about the decade down. Right. This has more of a decadent feel to it. Yeah, I think it's that it's that kind of um, lush, sweet. Um, you know, it's not it's not a flat sweetness. There's a little bit of that, I'd say, tautness, astringency, however you want to describe it. It was the word tart. 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 Yeah, yeah right. that's it's like not, a confection. It's not tart, tart yeah. but it's just there a little bit. That, that's what the, the, it was it, the tart. It's 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 just that right. edge. 
It gives yeah. it an edge. It's right. it's a little edgy. Right. It's like silk almost. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> almost and, silk velvet. Yeah, you know, it's just as it sits on, on the roof of my mouth, it, it, you just kind of get that silky, creamy yeah. feel out so of yeah, it. So now that now that we're fifty minutes in, yeah. Full disclosure, <laughs> we don't know what we're doing. We have the, the whole purpose clip. of the man cave is to talk to people that know what they're doing. And, and and to learn from you and and so like when I say it's like on the edge of like an ethanol taste that tart I was trying to find the right word and uh, mm-hmm. yeah, tart was closer to what I what I was trying to show sure. again so we're not uh, sure. we're we're not super aficionados right and that's that's no, the whole point we just we enjoy it yeah and it's it, the whole thing sprung from I'm, I'm taking a walk with my wife and she was like you are cranky she goes pour <laughs> yourself a bourbon and let's take a walk. <laughs> And then I go, I got the screwball idea. I go, because I like bourbons, yeah. um, but I want to learn more about it. I go, I'm going to start a podcast with Matt about learning about bourbon. Yeah. You just want to start and a podcast. And I'm going to call it. Then yeah. you called me. And then I'm going to I'm gonna call it the Man Cave Happy Hour. And she's like, go for it. Yeah. And I'm like, really? Yeah. And I'm like, I was texting Matt before we were done with the walk. <laughs> I was searching the name to make yeah. sure it was available. And, you know, but... Uh, so that so I mean that's the thing Matt and I are trying to trying to learn. Um, Do you know how and we far really he... we really appreciate your your, yeah. to, your tutelage this yeah. evening. Well, um, um, you know it's all different. For different people have different experiences, but but you know that's what you know. I, I think you got to feel your way through this stuff. Uh, yeah, I think we're not having ice on it, and that's a whole other component to drinking bourbon. And I, we we're being a little bit serious about it, I've, and, that, I've... and that's fine. That's fine. But you know, really, you know. This stuff is going to work on ice, um, but it, people get different things out of it, and you feel your way through it. I've, I've splashed water in a couple of them. I don't yeah. know if you've noticed while I was doing it. I did. Uh, just yep. to see. <laughs> yeah, which is really um, important. If, if it was changing just it up. open it up yeah, a little bit. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. It was, uh, so that's important because what happens is the, the water, it vaporizes some of the alcohol, so you're going to release more of those aromas. You're also going to get a little bit different flavor profile. When we when we taste seriously to evaluate buying certain barrels, we we don't have any ice, but we we have we have glasses that you know help you to get the aroma. But but we we do it neat, and then we do it with a little few drops of water, and and, and that's how you you know really get a sense yeah. of what you're working with. So. Yeah, folks that have listened in to uh, previous episodes or what have you, I'm a, I always say I'm a purist. Mm-hmm. I, I drink my bourbon, my whiskey, my rye neat. Yes, I'm always a neat guy because I I want that that initial feel the entire time. Right. So if I want to open it up and throw a you know a, a ball of ice in there, you know that's a treat, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. But I, I typically will go things through, or go through things neat, mm-hmm. personally. Yeah. I, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, because it's like I, I'll sit down, and I gotta get up for work at six in the morning, and you know I can't, I can't be, I can't be, you know. Hammering them back on a Wednesday night. Hey, kids, here we go. Another movie. <laughs> Maybe I want one, right? So I, I usually do like a big chunk of ice yeah. and a pour. That way it'll last like the whole evening. Yeah. And, you know, it melts down. And, and, you know, I like a bourbon that can, can stand up to that. Mm-hmm. Um, in your experience, how is how's Because different bourbons, uh, you know, they'll stand up. Uh, mm-hmm. some, will, some will work in cocktails. Some mm-hmm. won't work in cocktails. Um, so for you, how is it? How does it stand up to ice or, or neat? I think the the, the hot proof is going to help um, with the ice. I'm a big fan of a big rock, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah, because you're going to get the progressions at a, at a nice pace. You know, that first sip is going to be tight, big. You know, within a minute or two, you start, you're going to start to get that middle place where yeah. the oils have started to interact with the water and it's opened up a little bit. And then at the end, you know, um, it's going to be 
you know, weak or, or softer or, or something which, if you're going to have a couple of those, it's, you know, you have a nice journey along the way. You get, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can get like an angry, big, you know, wild bourbon up front. And at the end, it's, you know, you're shaking hands and hugging. So, I mean, yeah, it's yeah. great. That that sounds like a number of nights for me, to yes. be honest with you. <laughs> yes. So I haven't tried the backbone uh, over ice yet, but that's that's uh, that is on the horizon. I'm pretty sure because I got that I got that bottle at home, yeah. and uh, yeah, my wife and I we just went down to uh, Florida for spring break, and our our, our 23 year old son was home alone. Uh, he didn't touch it. Had a few friends over, and I was I was a little worried about my bourbon shell. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was like. I, I was like, I, I gotta get a, like a system. Maybe like <laughs> yellow ribbons. I'll tie on the ones like, don't touch these. The rest of them have your way yeah. with it. You know? uh, yeah. So I was a little worried. I was a little worried when it's. Uh, and you came home, and all the kids were still there. Yes. Yeah. Well, I got a Japanese Blantons, uh, and really? I pulled it out. Yeah, and I pulled it. You know, it's, a friend of mine, his his partner was traveling, and he came home with like six bottles. He's like, you want one? Wow. And, and he's like sold it to me for like a hundred bucks. I'm like, yeah. So, uh, and pulled it out for Easter to share with my brothers, uh, and my brother-in-laws. And, uh, I left it on the counter and I'm like, oh crap, man. Yeah. I hope the boy and his buddies don't come over and go, Oh, there's a bunch of bourbon yeah. here. It's great. Yeah, good look at, look at the one with the pony on it. Let's do uh, that. It's in mid stride. Wait a minute. That's the hardest one to find. Yeah, so those ones, that, so. that's barrel strength, right? Or, What's a, uh, it's a big proof. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They're good. They're, yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, but they survived. So they, yeah. they. So I was a little worried. <laughs> I was a little worried on our spring. But uh, after trying it, mm-hmm. um, and then smelling it again, mm-hmm. uh, I'm getting more of a sweetness mm-hmm. uh, on the second nosing. I, don't, I already um, finished mine. What are you waiting uh, for? I'm getting much more sweetness on the second nosing. I, I was going to go decade down. Yeah, let's there. go decade down. Yeah. Because you pulled out this other one, uh, Jamie, the triple down light whiskey. But that's we're where we go. got to start end because that's a, <laughs> that that fireballs at one hundred and thirty. So decade down um, anniversary. Although it's a ten year anniversary, uh, there is no bourbon in this that's ten years old. Hmm. Most of it is six to seven years old. Okay, which by the way I think is a very very good place to drink uh, bourbon. I think you will get a lot of satisfaction out of bourbon that's between 6 to 10 years old. Mm-hmm. Um, Fair. But what makes Decade Down unique is that... I love the packaging. I yeah. just love the, the colors of the packaging itself. Well, i got a story about the name, too, which I'll tell you here in a second. Please, but, please. Um, if you just shut up for a second, Matthew. <laughs> sure, I'm sorry. Yeah. So, I just I'm going to sit back and drink. Never mind. We wanted to do a, a special... Did you get that? Uh, yeah, look, we, we wanted to do a release. And, and as I say, we have more variety now than, uh, than ever before. The first uh, finish, the, the first, uh, finish, finishing casks we used were these sherry barrels. Uh, and we put mm. some really good bourbon in it. Actually, the bourbon in this is that is some of the, all of the bourbon is from those barrels we bought in 2014. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. That were aged a little bit longer? Okay. Well, they're from the... Air dried, okay. Uh, air dried, oh, okay. For, uh, the color on this is dark. Well, that's from the sherry barrels. Yeah, it's much. This yeah. is much darker than the other. In the yeah. the triple down light is, is light. We'll talk about that. But this is this is a noticeably darker yeah. in the bottle. So seventy five percent of this is straight bourbon that is between most of it was six to seven years old. We used one that was around five years old. Yeah, which what that's what drives the age statement. But we we actually picked the barrels. We knew what the barrels were. 
you know, kind of there's a term called honey barrel. We, we picked hmm. honey barrels for this. So that was 75% of the blend. The other 25% was this, was this really good bourbon that had been in sherry barrels for a year. Hmm. So, um, you know, I, I almost brought, I've still got some of this stuff that was in sherry barrels for a year, and I, I've got probably about a, a third of a bottle. And if we had a smaller group, I probably would have brought it. But yeah, yeah, yeah. it is so rich. It's like a dessert. Mm. It's like a dessert. But but when we put the blend together, we wanted we wanted a more of a traditional bourbon flavor. We wanted some astringency, um, which I think balances the bourbon. But then that sherry adds a, just a, a nice underlying complex sweetness. Um, there's a dryness to the sweetness. It's I get kind of a you, – you definitely get more of a prune kind of a or, – or a dried – all right, so we've been doing this for almost three years. I, you're the first person to say the word prune, get a prune feel out of it. I'm not kidding. You know, I don't ever think anyone ever said the word prune as far as a, a taste profile. I was thinking of purple. I was going like a plum. I'm, I'm persnickety. I'm, I'm, a fussy, I'm a fussy, fussy eater, and I don't, you know, apples, oranges. I, I eat crap out of those. What happens but, if you put uh, tomatoes on your sandwich? Like oh. pickles. Pickles, that's what I'm, it is. I'm allergic. I break out in hissy fits. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Um, that's a condition. It is. It is. It is. So I'm a fussy, fussy eater. So when it's like, because I don't eat plums, I don't eat pears. I know what they smell like and I know what they taste like and I know I don't want to eat them. Uh, peaches. Matt could eat a peach all day. Ah, uh, you're speaking my language. Uh, yeah. But, uh, uh, <laughs> that's a little dirty. Yes. But, um, <laughs> But it, it, so it, I was I was thinking a, a, like a plum, but you said a, a, prune. a prune or a okay. fig. I mean, if you guys fig. have figs, okay, go look. Fig is probably better. Fig, um, yeah, fig is better because um, it's not as heavy as a, as a prune. But it's uh, it's at uh, the dry that dried fruit the mm-hmm. the dried fruit that 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 sweetness you get out of a dried fruit mm-hmm. is different than the the the, the wet fruit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, and, yeah, so, and I say not a big a, dried fruit it's guy. Ri- it's richer. Yeah. It's it's richer. But, yeah. but you see why the astringency matters because seventy five percent of this is really good straight bourbon. So when you have a lot of that sherry mm-hmm. and these tones that we're talking about, and that's what we felt like when we had just the sherry that it was too much. You might have you might have half a glass and think, ah, man, that's too much. So what, so what when you blend, one of the things you've got to do is you've got to you've You've got to balance what you're working with, and I tell you what, it's the it's we wanted people to have be able to have more than one. We wanted people to have two glasses. Mm-hmm. I don't want okay. to say one, more than two, because because if if it's so rich, you go, man, that was really good, but man, I can't have another one. We don't <laughs> want that. Okay, we want people to have two. You know, I mean, yeah. beyond that, you're on your own. But yeah, 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 yeah. But it's got to be it's got to be something where it's not over the top. Um, something that's balanced, and that's the key to blending. I mean, everyone, you know, there's a bunch of people out there that I think that think, well, we'll just throw these things together and, and it'll be great. Right. We'll taste it once, and and but it's really a lot harder to do. Um, it's a lot harder to. You got to have the components first, but I think, um, you know, it's like sometimes when you cook, you just want to add a lot of cheese to something, and sometimes. <laughs> It sounds like in the first bite is great, but then you know. But after right. the fifth bite, you go, "Ah, oh, man, it's a little bit too rich." That's for me, a bit so. too much garlic, Jamie. You know, uh, exactly. Uh, never too much. One. Nolan, I'm calling you, man. There's never too much cheese. <laughs> 
But no, you're right. But right. your point, your point is taken. Yeah, it's just if you add too much, it may not be the right thing. Right. No. And so uh, the decade down is this a, a, a regular item or is this a specialty item? It's a specialty item. Okay. Um, it's a right now. It's a once a year release. Um, it's going to be October November. Around our anniversary is December. So okay, so it'll be like a usually like that. Yeah, the same sort of blend each time. It'll be. Yeah, I think we're going to stick to that. Uh, it'll, it'll be pretty close, but um, we we're gonna we're gonna do the same thing. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna go through. This is only. Maximum probably eight or nine barrels. Right. Okay. Um, oh, okay. Wow. And we would do more if it grows and becomes popular. But we're going to pick those barrels. We're going to get stuff that uh, we feel like is um, a honey barrel. How uh, many? How many states are you available in right now? We're in about twenty. Okay. Uh, there's a few that you know are, are state controlled, and you know I wouldn't count them. Like Oregon is one that we're sure. in, but mm. we might sell a case to them a year. So. Okay. But uh, East Coast, West Coast, Texas, Midwest is a big big market for us okay um, good for you so, so here in the metro detroit area michigan so uh do you on your website do you have a place people can find yes. where you're available yes okay at least we can find the distributor we have a distributor and some states have given us uh where to buy like michigan has yeah and where we've got that information we put on the website great yeah awesome sure. so the backbone uh available in michigan but uh not in large quantities not in large quantities right. but i really like my distributor and i'm yeah. going to I'm leaning to give him more and more. So yeah. I, hope, I hope you heard that, Uday. Michigan. Michigan. <laughs> Uday's here. Right? Uday's <laughs> here. Yeah, yeah. Steve's here. Uday's here. There's a party going on. People can see it in our camera. Yeah. Uh, there's like a party going on. People are like killing the bottles he brought up yeah. there. Yeah. Well, good. That's what so, they're there for. Yeah. They're, uh, it's, uh, Steve, Steve put together a nice little event here. Yeah. Um, all for this. All for the tasting. Yeah. I, Back, I appreciate it. Backbonebourbon.com. Yes. Right? Uh uh, there's so much to, well, there's so much uh, more to talk about we would love to have you back no, there's one more there's Anytime. one more to, there's one more to there go, is still man. one more we, but there's so much more to talk yeah, about you it's have been great you guys keep, have had great questions keep um, away from open flames <laughs> is uh, we're going the, the, the label says lights right across the front and then you look down at the bottom you go Holy shiitake mushrooms! That says one thirty. <laughs> Talk to uh, me about the the triple down lights. Well, so I got to tell you about the name. Um, yeah. yeah. So we bought uh, back in two thousand fourteen. We bought some light whiskey barrels. Um, what do you mean? What light whiskey barrels? Light whiskey is actually a kind of whiskey. If you go to the TTB uh, definition bible, uh, just like bourbon has a definition, rye has a definition, light whiskey's got a definition, and, and I'll give you the, the you know the the highlights. Fair Please. Play. It's a, it's it's a corn. Um, it, it's high corn, um, typically. It's entry proof is a lot higher than bourbon. Bourbon can't go in at a high higher than I think one twenty five. Mm. This can go in up to uh, one hundred and forty. Yeah, proof. baby, one hundred and forty proof. <laughs> so, uh, and the other thing about light whiskey is it can never see a new barrel. So these are all ah. used barrels. Ah. Um, so entry proof the, the the mash build and the new barrel or the used barrel because it says whiskey three. not bourbon on it. Yeah, it's a whiskey yep. for sure. Um, it's not diet whiskey. So, <laughs> tell you. No, and we believe me, we've had people. Say, I, I like I like the sticker on the side, and you suggest a pairing of a cigar with it as well. well. That's it's a single barrel. Uh, I have to. That's a caveat. This is okay. a single barrel product. Fair play. But I bought it tonight because. It sort of has taken on a legendary status around the country. Mm-hmm. Uh, I get a lot of calls about, 
hey, can we do a, a light whiskey barrel? One of the things that we haven't talked about, and, and it may not be obvious on the bottle, but this is a 14-year-old whiskey. Really? Oh, yes, it is. So it's it's just its own kind of whiskey. It's it's very sweet, but it's very interesting sweet. It's not over. It, it is kind of over the top, but but man, that first one, it's it's super super satisfying, um, and you won't get that it's 130 proof at least. I'd be surprised if you did. So let's try it. All right. All right. Yeah, yeah. So um, Rob Harris just joined us, and he commented, he goes, I got the Bone Snapper Single Barrel Rye, and it's fantastic. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Um, Rob, Rob's really cool. Um, he, and, he's, got uh, quite, he's got quite the uh, collection. Rob, we, we, started, he, we started with the, uh, with the, with the Rye's, yeah. and we're about, we're about seven bottles past that. So <laughs> wrap your head around that. <laughs> this is light. The color on this is well, so that's that used light. barrel. That's that used barrel. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. All so, right. Um, it's coming in lighter because it's all right. But I, I literally get calls from all over the country. Hey, can I get a can I get a barrel? Of, so why triple down? Why, why well, here's triple the, here's down? Here's the background. Right? So we bought yeah. these barrels in 2014. We put them in. Um, we have a product called Back, Backbone Prime, which is a blended bourbon. Mm-hmm. Um, and two or three percent of Backbone Prime is light whiskey. And we liked it because it adds some complexity. It added some alcohol, some proof. But we had these, I don't know, it was 20 barrels or so, and we just weren't selling a lot of prime. Um, and, you know, these barrels were expensive. So so we try to use, we used the barrels in prime. So there's one, right? Right. I try to sell the barrels, okay? However? That was two. Couldn't sell them. No one wanted to buy them. Now you can't get these kind of barrels. The world's gone nuts on these barrels <laughs> in the secondary market. You can't find them anymore. Yeah. But this is in 2014. So number three. So number three was... Well, shit, let's try to sell it. <laughs> so we sent it out. We sent it out as a single barrel. We, uh, we, we, the first establishment of the taste was bland, and, and the guy, a good friend of mine, he loved it. He took two barrels. <laughs> okay. Now, they're very low yielding. It's at 14 years old. I mean, you might right, only right. get 10, 15 cases out of this. Right, six right. Packs, right. But, what, and what's but, the proof on this? This is 130, and believe me, but this is kind of a low. I mean, this is kind of low for this. I've got a bunch that are in the high 140s, a Jeez. bunch. Yeah. So, you know, this is you have to have a, a license to drink this. You, you need to be in a safe environment. You need to be with someone that you trust. Away right. from open flames. Right. For Away folks that are on video, safe environment. <laughs> safe, yeah, 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 yeah. The man cave is a safe environment. It very, very, very much. Well, it, yeah. Oh. oh man, it's it's a good one to end on. Um, it's a good one to end on. All right, so I didn't sip that one. Ooh, buttery. There's some. I'm getting a, a creamy, but not creamy, but but creamy, creamy's right. Butter, buttery, right? Not not cream, but buttery. Yeah, yeah. Mm. There's um. Rob Rob said single barrel 140 plus sign me up. Yes, he did. <laughs> See, and Rob Rob's yeah. one of those like you know there's there's a bunch of bourbon clubs in the Metro Detroit area the the Michigan Bourbon Club the Detroit Bourbon Club uh, bourbon lovers of United States and Tell Detroit. Them they, they I can don't know con- whoever but, they are contact me directly. I'd love to send them get them hooked up with some samples. Yeah. Fair play, definitely. Oh, there you go, Rob. Yeah. So that, that that triple down but, real quick. Uh, I, I just I, I I did not sip this. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm just gonna tell you I did not sip this, but as it's continuing oh. continuing to linger, I'm not feeling 130. I'm not feeling 130 at all. But there's that movie theater butter that's going mm-hmm. on. Right. I like that. I haven't. 
thought of it that way, but I agree with it. It's a it's a creaminess. I mean, yeah. Jamie said that. Yeah. It, so there's a, there's a million ways to describe sweetness, mm-hmm. but creamy is a sweet kind of a flavor. Yeah, but fair. There might be a little bit of a textural component to that too. Um, it's yeah, how I'm not sure the... if you're getting that, but but it's it, it, it's not a it's not a dark whiskey. I don't get a ton of oiliness in it, which I did in the decade down, which we just had. Right. But there's something kind of really that's a creamy sp- about it. There's a that's very special. That triple down is very special. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's the proof, but that was a ve- that was very special for me. That yeah. is something that I would seek out and, and want to have so on the my tri- show. So the triple down, this is a special expression, right? Yes. So not super l- widely available. Although Michigan is one of your favorite states. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, so it's really only a s- available in a single barrel. There is a very distinct possibility that it'll be available in very limited quantities as a standalone product. Sure. Hmm. My problem with that is um, we sell in single barrels, and then also I'm using it to do some blending as well. It's a great blending agent, um, but I, I just it's it's it, like I, like I said earlier, you it just with the bourbon business you don't know how things are going to turn out. You, you think you're making mistakes, and then they end up being you know marvelous. happy happy marvelous. accidents. Absolutely. Right. So yeah. when we bought these barrels in 2013 or whatever it was, I mean, in, in 2015 I was basically. Whatever hair I have left, I was pulling my hair out trying to get rid of them because I, you know, I wanted, I needed cash to put into something else I could sell. Fair. And then, um, then they turn out like this, and and then you know, if I have to call, if I have to boil it down to like one of the things that's really surprised me over the however many years we've been in business, it's this thing that this thing was an afterthought. It's kind of like the band that did that quick. They made, they wrote a song in ten minutes and then it's like the best song they ever did. <laughs> right, it's kind of like that for us. I yeah, mean, yeah. I had no idea. Um, and then to, to give you a little bit of under the belly info in the secondary market in the world I operate where we buy barrels, this this these barrels are virtually they're like hen's teeth. You can't uh, get them. I've got wow. a bunch of them, fortunately. Um, nice. So and and actually, I have some that are they haven't even. These barrels, um, I think I have about twenty of them that are all around about one fifty five proof. Oh my oh. goodness! Yeah. <laughs> and I can't wait to send them out. Uh, <laughs> I can't wait to send them out. Itching for it. Yeah. Each, each bottle comes with its own fire. I want come on, I lead to happen already. Come on, <laughs> I want that one hit one. Come on. Uh, <laughs> no, so we have picked your brain so much this evening. Yeah. I cannot thank you enough for for the opportunity it, to Good sit questions. down and have a easy, question. To, easy. You made it easy. Um, and you know, let's face it, we're tasting bourbon. How bad could it be? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it, so. This is called the conversation. Yeah? Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> so uh, backbonebourbon.com dot We'll get people to to all the different spirits and. and all the different expressions that, yeah. <laughs> that you got going. And if anyone's listening that's part of a bourbon club and you want to you want to have a crack at our single bar program, I'd love to send you samples, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, you know, the one, one of the things I'll say about the single bar program is we want it to be a great experience. Mm-hmm. We don't want it to be a drag. I mean, we want to send you great stuff. We want to make it easy. Mm-hmm. We're going to send you lots of information about what we send. Um and we just we want it to be good. We want you to buy one and then shoot uh, two or three months or six months, buy another one. Fair. So anyway, that's my marketing. Yep. No, pitch, no. So. You know, thank you again for the time yeah, this evening. It, you're, yeah. You know, your, your brain is amazing. You know, whatever you got going on, keep doing it. <laughs> and, and thank you to those folks that chimed in tonight. You know, Bill and, and Robert, thank you for uh, listening yeah. to the Man Cave Happy Hour yeah. this evening uh, yeah. online. Thank you, guys. Thank you. But, uh, you know, you can find us on all the uh, – 
all the great podcast platforms that are out there. That's wherever so, fine podcasts are sold. There it yeah. is. Yeah, you guys have been great. Thank you very much. <laughs> right. Thank you, thank you. Thank Gentlemen, you. Cheers. 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 I need a refill. Yep. <laughs> <laughs>